welcome to Good Day for a Vacay. I'm Rachel Kendall, and as a through and through Enneagram 7, you can usually count on the fact that as I'm doing all the things, you know, being a wife, mom, entrepreneur, and pursuing all things freedom and health, I'm also most likely simultaneously plotting how to add as many trips as humanly possible into our schedule in the back of my mind. Welcome to my crazy world. I'm so glad you're here. Each week, we're going to cover different topics like chatting about health and wellness, all things Enneagram, growing closer to Jesus, and of course, dreaming together about that perfect vacation destination. All right, welcome, welcome. I don't know about y'all, but I sure had a fun time chatting Disney with y'all over the past month. I guess it's kind of time to get back and pull back into real life, though. So I am actually really excited to talk to y'all about health today, and specifically something I've been really thinking a lot about, uh, being very intentional and consistent with exercise or with just moving our bodies. Fun topic, right? I get it. If you haven't been in a consistent workout routine, you may be tempted to just turn it off and tune me out right now, but I challenge you to stick with me because we're going to work through some of the reasons why you may not currently be as consistent as you wish you were and kind of work through these hurdles and see if we can't overcome them. So here's the thing. I think most of us wished we were successful in this area. But at different seasons in our lives, for one reason or another, we may get stuck in a rut and not quite be where we want to be. Sometimes when we're stuck in ruts like that, whether it's how we're eating, how consistently we're spending time in the word or in our prayer life, how intentional we're being as a mom or as a wife, or how consistent we are or aren't in our fitness routine, Instead of leaning into this and figuring out what the problem is, like what is it that's actually tripping us up in our in that area and how can we improve it, we just kind of ignore it altogether. Does anybody else do that? Why do we do that? If we don't take the time to evaluate our life and what's actually important to us and kind of like grade ourselves and see how we're doing in those areas, how are we ever going to improve? As moms, we spin a lot of plates. It's only natural that it's humans with very real limitations. They can't all be spinning perfectly all the time. We may be rocking it in one area and totally ignoring one area altogether. I'm completely guilty of this. And if we're all being honest here, I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. So what's the answer? I mean, I think for me, and probably for all of us, self-evaluation, goal setting, and just basically being really intentional in the areas of your life that are important to you. I remind myself constantly that when we're tempted to say, well, I just don't have time or I'm busy. Well, God actually has given me all the time in the day or the week or the month or whatever it is to accomplish everything that he's called me to and to tend to it well. So the real question is, what am I doing with the time and am I being intentional with it or am I being wasteful? I'll give you a hint. I'm not always being intentional. Okay, so we'll touch on a little bit more on that later at the end, 
But let's dig in with fitness. Let's assume today that if you're listening, that you have some room for improvement in this area. So let's first start by talking about the benefits of consistent movement. Hint, it's not just about losing weight or looking better in your swimsuit. Okay, so here's a quick rundown of 10 benefits of exercise that I found just in a quick Google search on Medline Plus. So of course, number one is it actually does help you control your weight. I mean, that's a given. So this plays a really important role, controlling our weight, preventing obesity, all of those things so that it is important. Number two is it reduces your risk of heart disease. So when we exercise, it's not just all about how we look or how, how we look in a bathing suit, any, any of that. It actually helps strengthen your heart and improve circulation. It can lower your blood pressure. It can lower your triglyceride levels. All of these things are so important for your overall health and well-being. Next up, helps your body manage blood sugar and insulin levels. Okay, so when we exercise, it can lower your blood sugar and help your insulin work better. Obviously, this is going to cut down on your risk for type 2 diabetes and for metabolic syndrome and so many, so many things that trip us up health-wise. So exercise is a great preventative in these diseases. Okay, next, it improves our mental health and mood. Y'all, mental health is such a struggle. I mean, this is especially over the last couple of years during COVID. I mean, just people are struggling and mood and stress and all the things. And when we exercise, our body releases chemicals that can improve our mood, make you feel more relaxed, can help you deal with stress, and reduce your risk of depression. So important. Also, exercise can help your thinking, learning, and judgment skills sharpen as you age. Helps keep them sharp as you're aging. Exercise stimulates your body to release proteins and other chemicals that actually improve the structure and function of your brain. So then next up is it helps strengthen your bones and muscles. This is so important. Exercise can help kids and teens build strong bones for later in life. And then it also helps us, the the further along in life we get, helps slow the loss of bone density that comes with age. This is so important the older you get, but even just starting out, when you're young. Exercise can reduce the risk of some cancers, specifically including colon cancer, breast cancer, uterine, and lung cancer. So we're looking at it helps prevent disease. It helps improve your quality of life. It's helping with brain health, heart health, all the things. Uh, Another one is reduce your risk of falls. So for older adults, if they keep being active, and keep moving, it's actually going to reduce their risk of falling and, and injuring themselves. Okay, this is a really important one, improving your sleep. So many of us have issues sleeping. I mean, I, I could kind of sleep really anywhere, anytime and sleep like a baby. It doesn't, like I'm the perfect candidate to go chaperone a youth trip because I could sleep through a lot of obnoxious kids staying up late. 
But so many people have trouble with sleeping and exercise actually can help you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer in a deeper and more productive sleep. And then lastly in this list is increase your chances of living longer. This from this article, it says studies show that physical activity can reduce your risk of dying early from the leading causes of death like heart disease and cancer. So that's kind of repeating some of the others we talked about. I'm going to put the link to this article in the show notes at rachelgkindle.com so y'all can go read that in more depth. But here's the thing. I also did some Googling on just the benefits of like just walking. I'm not even talking about a crazy amount of cardio or hours in the gym. The list was really so much the same for just walking consistently, just moving your body. I heard the other day on Shalene Johnson's podcast that research shows that the benefits of Walking outside regularly in the sunshine have even been shown to surpass the mood benefits of taking daily antidepressants. I mean, I believe it. There's something so powerful in getting outside in the sunshine and moving your body and the mood benefits you experience from it are are amazing. And it's amazing just the way God designed our body in this way. So basically, the point is, we don't really have to kill ourselves in the gym or running marathons to be experiencing some real health benefits. Okay, so now that we know the benefits, and and we really do, like most of these we already knew, why don't we do it? Why are we not always as consistent as we want to be in this area? Why is this such a struggle for so many, myself included, in many seasons of my life? to be really consistent in this area. So I was trying to think, and this is a very like non-scientific list. This is just kind of what I think are the top three roadblocks for people in this area. So here are my thoughts. Number one, the first one is a, is a real biggie, and I think it has so much legitimacy. So hear me on that. But I think a huge roadblock for people is either mobility or other health issues. Maybe we've had bad knees, back pain, joint issues, a health condition, injury, or other various conditions that have limited us in what we're physically able to do. So many times you see someone who was really consistent and then they had an injury that happened or their knees started bothering them or whatever. And so they gave up altogether on their fitness pursuits. I don't want to delegitimize this point because there are for sure times we need to step back and allow healing from an injury or an illness. But odds are most of us listening today are not bedridden. So maybe you can't do what you once could, or maybe there's a season where you need to step back and do things lighter, but that doesn't mean that you can't intentionally think of ways to get in consistent movement, even given your current limitations. Sickness is often a setback, but also exercise is so good for building back your immune system. If my body has been through sickness, I mean, I'm careful to step back and not hit it as hard. It is appropriate to let your body rest and heal, but it's also appropriate to get back up again and jump back in and not let it be an excuse to 
to get off the bandwagon, get off of this really great routine, get off of your uh, intentional situation just because you have a setback. Exercise at a modified level can help with recovery. There are also some very legitimate mobility issues, and I get it. We're just in our 30s, but my husband has been, in recent years, already experiencing some of the very fun effects of aging, such as, I mean, even though he looks like he's 15. Uh, Side note, this is totally unrelated, but I did get asked about a year ago if I was his mother. And I tried to not take it as a diss because he does look very young, but it also so happened that it was the um, the little nudge I needed to go ahead and start taking collagen (laughs) that maybe I needed to bring down my aging a little bit so that we could be on a more level playing field. That was just bonus for free. But he had a shoulder injury that lasted for months just from throwing football with Pierce in the yard, okay? Like, getting older isn't always glamorous, and I know that we can't even, like, consider us in that as old, but just as we age, we may not be able to do the things we once did. But on the flip side, staying active also helps keep you young. So if you follow me on social media, you probably know of my love for collagen. So now that you just heard that little tidbit story, you know the the real reason why I am just kidding. That wasn't really the reason I started taking it. I'd already been thinking about it, but I think after that day I went home and was like, okay, I'm ordering this. But once I found a brand that actually worked for me, I loved it so much, I jumped in with the company and started building a business around it. So I've been seeing some pretty amazing things with my own joints with it. I mean, I had a pinky that was broken a year ago. It was really wonky after breaking it during our sledding extravaganza, which is a whole other story, but let's just say it was one of my favorite memories ever, and I had no regrets about the experience. But the doctor had told me just the way it broke, my joint was never going to be the same. So I had kind of just accepted that. And it turns out pinkies aren't all that important. So it wasn't life-changing to me. It was annoying, but not a huge deal. I really wasn't even thinking about my pinky when I started taking collagen. But let me tell you, two weeks in and I was sitting there at a Bible study and I like made a fist or did something just messing with my hand. And I realized my joint was just about totally back to normal. So obviously my situation, it wasn't a huge mobility issue for me with working out with just my pinky, but you can see that when you see such a difference in a joint issue, there could be a larger issue that it could really be life-changing for someone with mobility issues. I've, I've since heard countless stories from people who had really severe issues and that by taking a good quality collagen and building back the collagen in their bodies, it helped them in such a huge way. One friend shared with me that she had previously, her knees were so bad that she could barely even walk up the staircase. And that just a few months into taking the spile cell collagen, she was able to climb stairs again completely pain-free. And my mom was also a great example of someone who had some pretty severe mobility issues due to plantar fasciitis that she had been 
battling really for years off and on. Uh, After she would have a full day at work, she couldn't even think about exercising, much less she really didn't want to even go anywhere after work because her foot was hurting her so much. A few months into taking this and she realized one day that this pain that she had been struggling with for such a long time was gone. So I love hearing these kind of stories because it gives people hope and maybe there are some severe limitations you have with mobility, but maybe there are some things out there that can help you and just maybe this isn't something you have to live with forever. So whether whether it's it's that issue or something else, like let's dig down to the root of it and let's look and see if there are ways you can support your body in these areas where you may be lacking and see if you can get back to where you want to be or at least jump in and do what you're able to do. Another huge physical hindrance people have is really just a simply a lack of energy. I mean, so many of us are running on empty tanks. So it's really so key to be sure you're fueling your body with good things, like both with whole foods and also ensuring we're getting enough water so we can run on all cylinders. We likely all have ways we can really improve in this area, and it's something I'm going to be really focusing on this month when I get really intentional with consistent movement. But in the show notes... Again, you can always find the show notes for every episode at rachelgkindle.com. I'm going to give you all a rundown of a few of my favorite supplements for natural energy that really help if you're needing like an extra kick in the booty to give you the energy you need to get moving at the end of a workday or to help you get up early or whatever it is. If that's a roadblock for you, Let's work and find creative ways to overcome it. Really, the key is just looking for a solution and then making a choice to jump back in. Okay, the second roadblock that I really think is a big one is that people's mindset isn't always right when it comes to exercise. Sometimes we look at exercise as punishment for being overweight or as a solution to eating unhealthy and still looking the way we want to, or maybe a short-term fix to being the size or shape you want for that beach trip or wedding, or you fill in the blank for whatever special event or trip or whatever coming up next. Why do we only look at one of the tiny benefits of exercise and forget about all of the other benefits that we just ran down the list for? Exercise is a way to proactively take care of your body, your body, your brain, your emotions, all of it, literally our whole self benefits from consistent movement. If we started viewing exercise as a privilege and even as medicine for our bodies instead of punishment, what would change? Would we be more consistent? I think waking up each day with gratitude that our bodies are able to move would be so life-changing just in how we view it. And for sure, viewing it as a lifestyle and not just a short-term situation until the next event or the next trip. Listen, God designed our bodies for movement and he knew all of these built-in benefits of staying active. Our bodies weren't designed for a sedentary lifestyle. When we stop moving, not only do our bodies suffer, but our mental health suffers so much as well. 
So I think it's really important to really examine what we think about exercise, how we view it, and if there's any areas that need to kind of be weeded out and changed, and if you need to reframe how you view movement and exercise, then this might really be key in overcoming that roadblock. And last, I think a huge hurdle of sort, sort of what we addressed at the beginning of the episode. It has the potential to be a hurdle in every single important area of your life. I know it does in mine. And that's lack of intentionality. If I'm not being intentional, then likely the good things are being neglected. It's funny how you don't really have to be intentional in the toxic areas of your life. They just happen all on their own. It's kind of like weeds growing in a garden. The good things, they take work. They take planning. The fruit, the flowers, the the vegetables, whatever it is that you're planting, it takes purpose. The weeds just kind of grow in and can take over without any thought or effort at all. And there's a funny thing about weeds. They don't just go away on their own. Sure, they can grow with zero effort, but you've got to really put in the work and pull them out. Are there any weeds you need to pull out today? Are there any habits or a lack thereof that need rooting out? Laziness happens. It doesn't take work to binge a series on Netflix. Lack of getting in the word happens without any effort. It's easy to not be consistent in parenting and discipline and in not looking for ways to point our kids to Jesus. Lack of exercise doesn't require planning. The thing is, the things that matter and the things that are worth it require effort and attention every time. They require intentionality. For me and my sometimes scattered self, being intentional often requires putting it on the calendar, making the checklist, pre-planning my week ahead. You get the idea. I'm really great at just winging it without a schedule and without to-do lists or a plan of any kind. And I can often find a lot of fun in that and likely even some really good productivity in the winging of it. But when I'm in full winging it mode, some of my plates may be going really great. But I'm going to tell you that some are likely to get pretty wobbly and just seconds from crashing and burning. (laughs) During intention and planning, I found freedom and not being married to a rigid schedule. There's still room for fun. But freedom in knowing I am making the time for the things in my life that are worth the time. What are you wanting to be more intentional about today? Come chat with me in my DMs on Instagram. You can find me at Rachel G. Kindle. And tell me one thing that you're ready to get intentional about this month. For me, this month, I really want to get back intentional with the movement. So I was really, really consistent in January and on a really great schedule. I had accountability. It was wonderful. Then February came and winter is just cold and gross. And then we had some vacations. And so I just got out of the rhythm I was in. So I'm ready to step back in in March and be intentional with just getting back to to being intentional with it, like getting back on a routine, getting back on a schedule, taking charge and deciding 
how many days, how much time I want to spend and doing it. A group of friends and I are doing a super fun movement challenge this month. So if you're listening to this when it's released, so in, during the month of March, over on both Instagram and Facebook, actually, you can join in along either way, kind of wherever you hang out the most. And if you need some encouragement and being more consistent in this area, specifically in movement and exercise, come find me over at on either place, Instagram or Facebook. Invite your friends to come along and do it to you. I think everything is way more fun with friends and way more motivating with prizes. So for this challenge, I'm including both. During the month of March, when you participate any day in this movement challenge, there's going to be a drawing every week just for some fun prizes of some of my favorite things. And then there's a grand prize drawing at the end of the month for a $50 Amazon gift card. Anyone who participates at all along the way, so any any day that you are being consistent and that you are getting out and moving, both platforms will tell you how to enter and just every day that you do it, come enter and and jump in with us and get your name in the drawing. But really more importantly than that, let's jump in together in March and be consistent with our movement and, and get where we want to be. So find me over on Instagram at Rachel G. Kendall for more information, or as always, check out the show notes, rachelgkindle.com. I will have all the details for the March Movement Challenge there. I hope you'll join us. Uh, And if you're listening to this after this is already over, I hope more than anything that you will just be inspired to really evaluate each of the key areas in your life and decide what matters to you and where you need to be more intentional, maybe which, which things are being neglected. And instead of just ignoring it, like so often we do when we don't feel like we're doing well in that area, to really dig in and figure out why that area is not going like it needs to be and what you need to do to change the course. And just like adopting the mindset of, you know, know better and do better and work. And instead of just covering over the areas and pushing them aside, let's dig in and let's, let's do better. And let's be more intentional in each area of our life that is important to us. I hope you've enjoyed it today. Thanks so much for hanging in there with me. And I will see y'all next week. As always, it would make me smile like so much if you would leave a five-star review and maybe write out a little review on the podcast. If you want to share this with friends, that would be super helpful to spread the word. I'm so glad you took the time to listen today, and I'll see y'all next time. (music) 